Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Here we go. Uh, Peacock's off. Taz and Jim hanging out with you. And it's nice to see that this afternoon things drying up a bit in the listening area because this morning it was wet, causing some big issues. Toronto had some major problems. That story, like... Talk about a stressful situation. Two guys stuck in an elevator in a basement with water rising. It got to the point where they were standing on the handrails in the elevator with their heads above the water. They had about a foot left until the elevator was completely full. They were rescued in the nick of time. It's like something out of a movie, Jim. Like Titanic. Imagine if you're in there. At one point, the water starts coming up to your feet and then it goes past your ankles. At first, it's kind of funny. It's like, oh, wow, we're getting a little wet here. Yeah. At what point do you start freaking out? I'm going to say when you have to stand on the handrails, you yeah. know, you're in serious trouble. Once it starts, it's uh, once it gets past the crotch region, you're like, hold on a second. What's going on here? It's the same when I go into like one of the Great Lakes. It's easy up to the knees. And once you go <laughs> yeah. past the crotch is when you, uh, you get the, the chill. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a car flipped over this morning on Highbury. We have a picture that we posted on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. And one of our listeners got creative. This car flipped over. It's upside down with its headlights on. And somebody... Uh, photoshopped a Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. into the picture. It looks just like a scene from Jurassic Park. FM 96 Facebook fan page if you want to check it out. A terrific offensive player, Makita was a star with the Chicago Blackhawks for 22 seasons. I would look through the drapes at the kids on the street playing road hockey and I said, boy, it'd be wonderful if I could join them, but how, how do you do it? And as it happened, they were missing one guy. From behind the net, it's jammed. They score! Jammed in by Stan Makita. He's a tough guy in the penalty box all the time, and then he cleaned up his act. I think one year, won the Hart Trophy, the scoring title, and the Lady Bing all in the same year. I think he did it twice. The Hawks have the puck in their own zone. As Russell has it, passes up the middle of Stan Makita. Makita coming up to center ice. Makita has two defensemen to try to beat. He beats one, he beats two. Sad news breaking yesterday. NHL legend Stan Makita from the Chicago Blackhawks passed away. His family put out a statement with great sorrow. The Makita family announces that Stan has passed. He was surrounded by his loving family who he fiercely loved. A big loss for the Blackhawks family as well. And we welcome uh, another Blackhawks legend, Dave Boland, to the show. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I noticed you paid tribute on social media to Stan yesterday. Uh, he was he was Mr. Chicago Blackhawks. He played his entire 22-year career with the organization. Uh, this must be a tough one, huh? Uh, yeah, it is for the Chicago, uh, Chicago fans and Chicago Blackhawks community. Uh, Stan, was, Stan was one of those ambassadors. He was with uh, Bobby Hall and Denny Savard. They were at the rink every day when I was, since my first year there, um, those were those guys that were there at the rink every game. They were there for the fans. Uh, they were greeting the fans. They did everything for Chicago. And uh, just the kind of person he was, he was a first-class person on and off the ice. And, and what he did for Chicago in the 22 years he was there, he was he was a big role model for a lot of the guys. Would he interact with you guys? You say he was at the rink all the time, Dave. Like, Would he give you pointers? Would he congratulate you guys when you hit milestones, that sort of thing? He was always there. He was an ambassador. So when, when, when there was a game going on, he was there and greeting fans and saying hi, signing autographs, and he'd always pop down in the room once in a while. So he, he, he always had a little thing to, to help out with as well. Like, if there's pointers or 
anything in our games. Uh, he was always around, and it, it was just great to have a legend like that around our room and, and to, to to help us out in any kind of way and to, and to help out the Chicago Blackhawks is, is great. He uh, also got a little notoriety when Wayne's World came out. Remember Stan Makita's Donuts, the donut <laughs> yeah. shop in Wayne, Wayne's World? Uh, I, I always wanted to, I, when I played in Chicago, I, I always wanted to hit it up. He <laughs> thought it was a real place, <laughs> eh? I, I, do love, I do love my donut. The, the uh, Stan Makita head that talks to you when you go through the drive-thru? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have made that a real thing. The giant that statue was- on top of the roof that's like skating around like one of those tabletop hockey, hockey games? I, I think it would have been great. Uh, Makita is still Chicago's all-time leader in points, 1,467. Games played, 1,396. And he hoisted the Stanley Cup with the team back in 1961. Those numbers are very impressive, uh, Dave Boland, aren't they? Uh, they are. And I think he won, I think in, the, in one single season, he won the Art, the Heart, and... Lady Bing? Yeah, which other one? Lady Bing, and that's... It's unheard of. That's uh, unheard of, and, and I don't think that'll ever, ever happen again uh, in this league. So, uh, But it, it was incredible. I, I, I'm just glad uh, he signed his stick and signed a jersey for me. So I, I, I always have something to, a piece of him uh, in my house. So it's, it's great. Um, it's sad news, but he was a legend, and uh my condolences to his family and 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 to everybody around he, he was a he was a great person and a great guy yeah what a career what a life he had did he uh, did he congratulate you personally when you scored that stanley cup winner back in 2013 <laughs> oh yeah he was there he was he was right down there for us and uh when we were at the parade they were at the parade too and uh, it was it was unbelievable he came up and congratulated uh, congratulated all the guys gave him a high five and a great job even in 2010 he was he was he was right there with us so it's uh it's unbelievable uh what kind of person he was and, and what he did all right well you'll never come on the taz show dave boland without me bringing up the fact that you scored the stanley cup winning goal back in 2013 <laughs> i did I and mean, it's been a while since i've been on the radio so i think i still got those jitters a little bit <laughs> are you wearing the rings right now what do you do with your rings no 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 i've got them i've got them Away. I gotta see if I can find him. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, thanks for joining us this morning and sharing your memories of NHL legend Stan Makita. He's passed away at age 78. Dave Boland, we appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Tash Show Podcast. Word is that ACDC are back. We welcome uh, Philly Pat to the show. He's uh, an FM 96 diehard ACDC die even harder. Good morning, Philly Pat. How's it going today? Good, man. How are things out at the windmills this morning? Oh, we're, we're working in Brampton doing a parking garage. Okay. But it sounds like we're going to get rained out. Say hi to the boys for us. Yeah, don't get stuck in any basement elevators. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I heard something about that. Crazy. 
Um, so this is we had to get you on the phone because uh, this is huge. ACDC rumored to be working on a new album. What have you heard? I got a cousin who lives in Vancouver, and she said she's seen them outside Warehouse Studios. That's yeah. where they record all their albums. Yeah. And then uh, there's an author who wrote a book. Her name is Susan Matuno. She wrote a book on ACDC a long time ago, but she's always, always texted back and forth on Facebook, and she told me that they're supposed to get back together. We heard the same thing. We heard Warehouse Studios. Uh, yeah. There are photos that exist that have been posted online of... Brian Johnson, who we thought was out of the band, we figured if they're going to do a new album, it would be Axl Rose who would be the front man. But Brian Johnson has been spotted at the studio. Ex drummer Phil Rudd has yeah. been photographed there. And uh, Angus and Malcolm's, uh, is it the nephew of Angus Young who's now playing rhythm guitar? Yeah, Stevie Young. He's only two years younger than Angus. Oh, is he? So yeah, he's, he's an old nephew. Yeah, he's one of the older brothers' sons. Okay, so Stevie Young, he's been photographed as well. Uh, reporters have talked to a couple of the guys, and they said, yeah, we're working on a new album. Now, Angus is the only missing link here. He hasn't been photographed or spoken to about this yet. Well, he's so small, they put him in the guitar case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they sneak him into the studio in the guitar case. Yeah, inside one of the amps. And he just pops out of there, leg <laughs> flailing around. Yeah. it. I well, thought Phil Rudd was in trouble with the police. I'm surprised he was able to leave the country. That's right. Isn't he hiring hitmen and yeah, and all sorts of trouble? Just against all odds, this is coming together. Yeah. Well, Phil does have some lawyers to pay for, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need some more cash? You record a new album when you're ACDC. Yeah. You pretty excited about this news then, uh, Philly Pat? Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going down to Australia September 6th. My daughter's getting married down there. Uh, what are the odds? You're going to be in Australia. ACDC's in Canada. <laughs> I'm only going for 11 days. <laughs> okay, well, talk about legal trouble. I guarantee Philly Pat will be detained at some point for <laughs> stalking a, a, one member of ACDC or their family. <laughs> Good luck down there, Philly Pat, and this is pretty exciting news for fans of the band, huh? Yeah, sounds great. We have a preview, believe it or not. I, I called some of my sources out in <laughs> Vancouver. Really? And we have a preview, a little sample of what we can expect from the new ACDC album. ACDC are one of the biggest rock bands in the world and one of the oldest. That's why they've decided to give up singing about sex, booze, and partying and start singing about things a little more relevant to people their age with their new album. I got bad eyes. I'm half blind. Everything around me is a blurry now. Cataracts, cataracts, cataracts. I got cataracts. You'll get hits like Dirty Deeds Done in My Pants by Accident, Highway to Hell with the left turn signal on the whole time, and of course, Hips and Knees. I need new hips and knees. Oh, can't you tell? Hips and knees. The ice slipped and fell. Hips and knees. In constant pain. Hips and knees. Where is my cane? And get the dance floor of the retirement home moving with the number one hit, You Should Get Off My Lawn. I am a grass 
machine. I keep my yard kept clean. Have the nicest weed whacker you have ever seen. My soil's never dry. I like to fertilize. Don't touch with your feet. Just look with your eyes. Yeah, you should get on. Just like the band, you don't have much time left, so get it today. ACDC's album, The Diaper's Edge, is in stores now. The Tash Show Podcast. What a historic day here in the province of Ontario yesterday. Ontario, the day you've been waiting for is finally here. We're bringing back a buck of beer to Ontario. <laughs> Four claps. <laughs> I I actually haven't been waiting for this day, Doug, but uh yeah, it was it was yesterday and you're right, Jim. Maybe if you're going to make a big announcement that a lot of people don't really seem to care about, you want to pack the room with more people cuz that was a pretty lame round of applause. <laughs> a buck of beer to Ontario. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally four people. Just hire some, like, uh, pol- you know you can hire people to come out to your political protests or your uh, your rallies, your political rallies. Or just promise people free beer. <laughs> Say, guys, come in here and clap for me. I'll buy you guys all a beer. It's only a buck of beer. I can afford it. Here's uh, more from Premier Doug Ford. Once upon a time, you could buy a beer for $1 a bottle. Consumers loved it, participating brewers. I love how he makes it sound <laughs> like this big historic thing that uh, grandparents are sitting around the, the fireplace telling their grandkids stories about. Oh, there was one glorious moment in history when we could buy beer for only a buck. <laughs> Tell us more, Grandpa. <laughs> Once upon a time, you could buy a beer for $1 a bottle. Consumers loved it. Participating brewers loved it. It was a win-win. So, of course, the liberals and their friends saw all of this, and they wanted their cut. So they passed a rule (laughs) that raised the minimum beer price in Ontario. They created a new rule, another piece of red tape that made a buck of beer illegal. Well, <laughs> they made a buck of beer illegal. It's it's a harsh way to put it. It is kind of BS that they did arbitrarily just raise it for no reason. But with inflation, wouldn't we already be here anyway? You know? Yeah, brewers are now saying at this point it wouldn't matter. The the cost of beer, the cost of uh, you know, the ingredients, beer would cost more than a buck. It's tough to make beer for only a dollar nowadays. And <laughs> It's not like beers. It's now like seventeen dollars a bottle. It's a dollar twenty-five. Yeah. Like this is. A, I don't understand why this is such a big deal to old Dougie. Nobody is being forced to lower their prices, and there'll be no subsidies or tax handouts. Instead, we are launching the Buck of Beer Challenge. We are putting the challenge out there for every brewer, big and small. That's all 260 brewers in Ontario. Bring your price down to a dollar in time for August 27th. Those that get there first will be recognized throughout the year. Those opportunities could include promotional programs such as limited time discounts, in-store displays, 
and uh, end of the aisles and shelf extenders or advertising in the LCBO flyers and newspaper inserts. And of course, the respect and appreciation <laughs> they will get from consumers will be priceless. <laughs> I have nothing but respect for that brewery now that they've lowered their prices to a buck. I got to say, I saw a lot of breweries posting on Twitter, social media yesterday saying, there is no way we are going to do this. And I respected that. I had yeah. more respect for those guys saying, we make a quality product. We take pride in what we do. We think consumers are willing to pay for quality. And we're going to keep it up. Bravo. I give them respect. Like, realistically, the only one that can afford to bring their prices down are the big boys anyway, right? Yeah, you'd think. But it'll be interesting to see. It's like a game show. Which brewers are going to take <laughs> the buck of beer challenge? Who's going to be on the end of the aisle and in the flyer with the LCBO? Wait until Labor Day weekend and you'll find out. <laughs> The Taz Show Podcast. Stink Pumpkins at Budweiser Gardens tomorrow night. Metric on the bill as well. It's going to be a great show. And we've been giving away tickets on FM 96. This is like the climax, though, of the ticket giving away because we are smashing some actual pumpkins this morning at the corner of King and Wellington. Kind of. We couldn't find pumpkins, so we had to improvise, Jim. Yeah, we've got some watermelons spray-painted orange with the jack-o'-lantern face drawn on them. Honestly, from five feet away, I would think they were a pumpkin. They do look like pumpkins. And we've got some contestants on standby here ready to smash these pumpkins. Donnie, how are you this morning? I'm great. Ready to do this? Yeah. Where do you work? Your, your boss gave you a little time off this morning so you could come and compete. Yeah, AJF Access. He was uh, pretty cool about it. Say, give her. Do you have to take him to the show tomorrow night if you win? Uh, that's to be decided. I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll see. Awkward, hanging out with the boss all night. Beers on him. <laughs> Todd, how are you, man? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, what are you up to this morning? You working or you got the day off? I have the summer off. Whoa, what do you do for a living? High school teacher. High school teacher, just chilling. I noticed you got your Blackhawks hat on this morning. Rest in peace, Stan Makita. We lost a legend uh, yesterday. Absolutely. I'm a diehard Leafs fan, but some days you just do the right thing. Okay, Todd, pick up a uh, spray-painted watermelon. Let's see how close you can get to the bullseye here. See if we can get the sound of this over there. Anytime you're ready, Todd. Here we go. <laughs> Do we count the roll? Because with the roll, she's right next to the bullseye. Not a bad toss. Smashing pumpkins made out of watermelons. We've got Donnie. What are you thinking, Donnie? Uh, maybe a shot put. We'll see how heavy it is. He's going shot put. We've had a couple underhand tosses. Is shot put the answer? We're about to find out. Donnie. Yeah, you know exactly where these things land because the spray paint is <laughs> kind of rubbing off on the sidewalk. Donnie, go for it, buddy. Smashing pumpkin stick, it's on the line. Oh! <laughs> Splat City, and I am completely covered in watermelon. 
It looks like our winner is. I gotta say, it goes to Donnie. The initial landing is the most impressive part. Taz, what do you what do you say? I think it's. Well, is it standard shot put rules? I think it. I think it's where the pumpkin ends up. I think we give them both. These two guys. It was so close between Todd and Donnie. Both of you are going to see the Smashing Pumpkin. That sounds awesome, my friend. Thank you very much. All right, no problem. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.